artjobs.com. So now we're done with Giotto and we want to see what happens next in Florentine art. Now you should be in a room called the International Gothic Room. In this room, we'll play two games, so it's great for little kids as well as big ones with advanced degrees. There are two paintings here that dominate the room due to their size. One is very big and colorful, and it's on the same wall as the door that you just came through. The other is a slightly smaller altarpiece just to the right of the door with a big gold frame. Are you in the right room? These two paintings are examples of a style that was popular in Florence in the first part of the 1400s. This style is called International Gothic. It's international because painters use this style in other countries too, not just in Italy. The word Gothic is a word we use to describe a type of painting that tends to be very detailed and colorful. We'll take a good look at these two large paintings together and you'll see exactly what I mean. First, let's take a look at the huge painting that has a man putting a crown on a woman in the center and three big panels that stick up on top. Have you figured out which one I'm talking about? This painting was done by a guy named Lorenzo Monaco. In English, that's Lawrence the Monk. I don't know about you, but I usually think of monks who wear dark robes and who are kind of quiet. Well, this painting is certainly not quiet. If paintings could make noise through their colors, this painting would be a huge party. The most dominant color here is probably gold. Now I want you to pause and try to make a list of all the colors that you see. Did you make a list? Check it twice? Okay, let's see if you got the colors that I did. I see white, four types of gray, blue, two pinks, bright green, yellow, and brown. Maybe you see even more colors than I do. Why do you think the artist made this work so colorful? I want you to think about that for yourself. Now let's turn to the other work, which also has a gold frame in three parts. It's on the wall to the left of the big one you were just looking at. The artist who painted this one is called Gentile da Fabriano. His name is interesting because Gentile in Italian means nice. I think he must have been a nice guy. His last name is not really a real last name like you and I have, but the name of the city that he comes from, Fabriano. In the old days, most people did not have a first and last name, like John Smith, or if they did, they didn't bother to use it. So often, people would be their first name, and then either their city of birth, especially if they moved somewhere else, or their occupation. My name would be Alexandra from Toronto. What would your Renaissance name be? Now what I like best about Gentile's nice paintings are the fun details that he puts into them. You can really tell that he's observing nature and trying to put it into the painting. 
This picture represents the newborn Jesus, held by his mother on the left side. There are three men who are three kings who come to visit. All the other people are the whole group of people who travel with these kings. Look at how many people there are. They wind all the way back to the back of the painting in a long curvy line. Can you see their faces? Each person is unique, just like you and I. Can you see their emotion? Can you see their expressions? Are they surprised or happy or excited? Are they talking or are they working? Look at all their colorful, patterned outfits and their funny hats. Amongst these details, there are a lot of animals. Maybe you've already noticed some. You can't miss the horses, which the kings probably rode to get there. There are two horses at the front right-hand side of the painting, and one has his bum turned to us. I think this was meant to be funny. What other animals do you see besides these horses? Is that a dog up there at the front? Doesn't look much like a dog to me, but I guess that's what it's supposed to be. So I challenge you to find at least three birds and one monkey and two farm animals. If you find any more, tell your parent that you've just won a gelato. Now we've seen that these two paintings from the international Gothic style have two main characteristics. What are those characteristics? Let's see. Bright color and lots of detail. I asked you to think about why this is. Now I'll give you one interpretation, but maybe you came up with another answer that is just as true as mine. Like the work by Giotto in the last room, these two paintings were also made for churches. 600 years ago, they did not have electric lights. In churches, people lit candles, often in front of these paintings. So one reason for all the bright colors is that people could see them very well in a dark church. The gold background also helps reflect the candlelight. As for the detail, one explanation could be that it simply brings pleasure. Just as we enjoy looking at all these animals and the fun stuff in these paintings, I bet that viewers enjoyed doing that way back when these paintings were made. Now we're done with the International Gothic Room. You'll want to head out the door and to the left. That will take you into a small room in which there's some cool paintings including one of a battle scene with lots of horses. We're not going to look at that together, but you might want to look at that horse painting by yourself. From that room, head into the very big room, which is the early Renaissance room, and we'll talk about some other stuff when we get there. Mm -hmm.